Hello and welcome to Wine Blast Live, our short video podcast. And in this one, we've ditched the comedy outfits and the rubbish cocktail garnishes <laughs> uh, in favour of challenging you, Susie Barry, mm-hmm. Master of Wine, mm-hmm. to tell us everything that we need to know about the 2020 Burgundy Vintage in just five minutes. No pressure then. Are you up to it? Uh, I'm of course, always up for it. Okay. To it, Good. for it. Glad to hear. Uh, I forgot to add, we will be drinking Burgundy mm. as part of this challenge. I'm doing it already. So while we chat, you are, which is always good to, I mean, I would say, please have chance. Anyway, mm. uh, this is less of a challenge for me than it is for you drinking this stuff because you've got to talk more. But, you know, this is true. Self-sacrifice and all that. I put myself on the line for this <laughs> podcast. Right, let's get started. 2020 is the latest vintage release for the Burgundians. It is. Is it good or bad? Neither. Hmm. 2020 is a great vintage. It really is. Um, You know, from the the hundreds of wines I've tasted and everything I've read and heard, um, you know, it's it's a pretty special year. I do remember going back to the 2020 harvest, someone in the trade saying the 2020 vintage might be one of the few good things to come from this depressing year. How right he was. How much we need that too. Oh my goodness, Okay, so give us a bit more detail on the nature of the vintage. Mm. Um, Was it a warm or a cool year? Was it a big or a small Okay, so uh, it was a warm vintage. 2020 was Mm -hmm. warm. It's the third warm vintage in a row, 2018, 19, 20. Uh, But the... Interesting about 2020 was there were no big heat spikes. So it was just, which is never particularly good. And mm. it was just consistently mm. warm and dry. Mm. Um, I think it was, well, it was an early harvest. Um, there was a little bit of heat stress for the vines, water mm. stress. Mm. Um, but in general, it was a non-problematic year. And actually what's interesting is, even though it was a hot year for various reasons, there was a lot of freshness in the wines, particularly mm. the whites. Okay, that's good to hear. Which is good. And what about quantities? Oh, quantity, yeah, yeah. Quantity, second part of the question. Um, well, ooh, it's not as small as 2021, which is tiny, <laughs> right. um, but it, it, it isn't a huge vintage. I think it's about half the, the yeah. average quantity, and that was down to the heat. Okay, I'm already hearing alarm bells ringing about, about <laughs> pricing, but we'll come on to that in a second. Yeah, uh, yeah, before yeah. we get on to it, uh, is yeah. this a year for the white wines or the oh, red wines? Is God. it a red vintage or a white vintage? Mm. Come on, I'm going to put you on the line here. Put you, put you I'm going to have to have a drink because that's hard to answer. That's <laughs> really on. hard I'm to answer. Push you. Yeah, Go yeah on. no, I know. Get okay, on. well, if you want, if you want, let's put it this way: if you want consistency, mm-hmm. if you want freshness, typicity, if you mm-hmm. want potential mid to long term aging, it's the whites. There we go. You heard it here first. There we have it. But, <laughs> but no, 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 no. But you know the reds. The reds. They are frankly all over the place. I mean, mm. certainly in terms of style, and that comes down largely to a producer's philosophy on picking dates mm. and the style he wants to to make. Um, you know, or he or she. Um, some are elegant and light and red fruited. Some are in that style, but a bit more complex and gamey, which is where my heart definitely lies. Yeah. Others are really. I mean, there's some. Deeply coloured wines, rich and, you know, quite firm tannins, still balanced, still beautiful if you like that style. And then others are just a bit too much. Okay, so, um, so there's, there's probably something out there for everyone in terms of the reds? I think there is. I think there's some something for everyone um, in terms of taste. It depends what you like. Um, but the main thing to say is, you know, when they're good, they are spectacular they really are i think what you've got to do is you have got to read the reviews look for the wines that you and and i mean individual wines not just producers individual wines Mm. that sound like they're going to appeal to you okay okay so give us five words to describe the wines oh god (laughs) fresh 
fresh mm-hmm. and vibrant are two. Okay, uh, concentrated, probably more for the reds. Um, stylish. They're very stylish wines and they're very self-assured. Oh, there you are. In is the that, bag, five good? words. Um, what about to buy or not to buy? You know, uh, is this yeah. a green light or a red okay. light? Okay, so this is, this, is, this is where wine lovers out there, you've got to ask yourselves a question. Do you want to drink Burgundy or do you want to drink really nice Chardonnay and or Pinot Noir? Which, of course, are the grapes that Great that Burgundy, Burgundy is made from. Yeah. If you want consistency and decent value, I would say you can look elsewhere. Like where? Well, Australia. Okay. Def- well, definitely Australia, mm-hmm. New Zealand, other places. But, you know, Australia mm. and New Zealand do spring to mind first. Okay. If only Burgundy will do, and fair enough, then go for it. Absolutely. But you have to be prepared for a bit more unpredictability in terms of ageing and development. Mm. And also you've got to be prepared to pay for it. You know, the the you're competing with the Far East market who love their Burgundy and they are really prepared to pay for it. Yeah, okay. So for people who are going for it, What's your advice? Okay, so I would, in terms of what to buy, yeah? yeah. So I would say probably bypass the entry-level wines. It's a great vintage, so treat yourself. Treat yourself to the mid-range wines. You could go for the top, the Grand Cru. You mm. don't have to um, if you want to drink it, fine. But at the mid-range where you're in, in the village and Premier Cru level of a great producer, you're going to pay about 40 to 80 quid a bottle. A lot of joy. Mm. A lot of joy can be had at that level with those wines we like joy uh time's up great job uh if you've got a challenge or question for us please do shout Uh, meantime thanks for joining us um we'll be back again very soon with more in the meantime here's to the joy of burgundy cheers